Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. With Boyd Matheson. Utah continues to become a more diverse place, and that is starting to show up, especially in our places of work. So how can companies do a better job and make sure that workers feel valued, included, heard, and seen? Ross Romero, of course, a former Utah State Senator, is the principal and CEO of Inclusion Strategies, and he joins us on the line now and has been doing some uh, deep dive into uh, all of this and how we can simply do better when it comes to diversity. Ross, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, So let's start with just some of the things that uh, you have been working through in terms of uh, diversity in general. What are the statistics telling us? What's the impact of our diverse workforce here in the state of Utah? Yeah, well, you know, we uh, finished up not too long ago our our census information. And so uh, I'm sure not surprising to your crowd, your your listening audience, Utah was the fastest growing state in the nation. Um, We've seen a lot of people coming in from uh, our neighboring states, but actually the largest increase came from Utahns having kids. And um, what we've seen is, uh, you know, family sizes, uh, although have shrunk a little, they're still larger than rest of the nation states. And the percentage of Utah's diverse communities has continued to grow. Uh, so as a for instance, um, the state of Utah right now is about 24.6% ethnically diverse. Uh, when I mention that to other people, particularly uh, with employers that I talk a lot about these changing demographics, um, they're a little surprised. And what I can tell you is if you go to the elementary schools, the junior highs in our state, you will see that diversity show up. So we often talk about how do we, how do we make sure this youthful generation that's in the pipeline on its way is prepared educated and feels welcome to jobs that we are going to need to be filling now and increasingly in the future. So, uh, you know, our states, our state's changing. Yeah, I love that. And I love uh, starting with our, our young people to make sure that they are prepared, they are educated, they've got the tools they need and that they're ready to to fully engage there. And uh, I've been dying to ask you this question because I, I love how you approach all of this. And for some people, when they hear some of the terms like diversity and inclusion and specifically in the workplace, uh, when you're talking about training, some people will just flat roll their eyes. They'll they'll consider this some sort of, you know, uh, buzzword from a, a consultant or a think tank. Uh, but real inclusion is what we're really all about. And, and so let's talk about that. How do we make sure that we get past? the buzzwords and say, oh, we're being inclusive or we're, you know, we're diverse now, we're, we're not biased. How do we actually get past all of that to the, to the deeper conversation? Well, I think we, we should recognize that everybody um, has value, right? Everybody has a unique perspective. 
uh, a life a life experience. Um, and so that all needs to be recognized and celebrated. Yeah. One of the things I, I try to get uh, employers to understand is as the baby boomer generation retires in increasing number and that replacement workforce is increasingly diverse and hasn't been part of traditional workplaces in our state. How do we, how do we attract them? How do those places, um, how are they positioned to take those employees? Because one of the things that's also a challenge is we spend a lot of time and energy attracting new talent into our businesses and then they leave because the fit isn't there or they don't feel like they belong. Um, and, and I want to also stress that, you know, we all learn from each other and, and problems are solved when there's different ways of, of looking at an issue or problem. So there's also value to the employee who gets to hear a different perspective, who gets to, who gets to understand how other people problem solve through their lens and their life experience and their lived experience. And so, you know, employees benefit from this, uh, th- this intermixing, this uh, ability to problem solve differently. It, there are plenty of studies from McKinsey and, and other consulting businesses that have done the study over time to say, does a business perform better? Yeah. And, and the information is, is widely available that the company performs better, the employee has a better experience and learn from each other. And ultimately, that attracts um, new, new segments to sell products and services too. Yeah. Because if you haven't been talking to diverse consumers, you've now, you've now opened up uh, a whole new segment into selling products and services that maybe haven't been uh, part of your plan to grow your business. Yeah. And so it really is about um, uh, helping your business, learning and growing as an individual. Um, and finally, if you need any more reason to think about this, we as a community live in an ecosystem, if you will. And if we have some in our community that are not meeting their full potential, that means they're contributing less, it means they may be reliant on on services, whether they be state or local services. And, and yet, if we help people get fully educated, they're fully employed, and they are productive to their highest capacity. They're generating um, for their own personal families, their communities, and, and ultimately in a macro way to our state. And so, you know, this really has the ability to help elevate people's uh, uh, livelihood and and generate, um, you know, benefit to the whole state. Yeah, fantastic. Love that uh, perspective. And uh, we always say oneness is not sameness. And the, and the best decisions always come from very diverse people around the table, everyone having a seat at the table, everyone having a voice at the table, feeling like they've been heard at the table, uh, challenges the uh, the traditional rut think uh, and get you into the, the best spaces there. And uh, I loved how you pointed out, Ross, uh, that those that feel excluded or disconnected, and whether that's race or age or gender or, or anything else, uh, all of that is part of this diversity and celebrating 
uh, the differences and recognizing that when we when we come to people who look different, think different, live different, believe different, uh, we're going to learn something and, and staying curious in that space. Uh, Ross Romero is the principal and CEO of Inclusion Strategies, of course, a former Utah State Senator. Uh, Ross, appreciate your perspective on this critical issue and this most important conversation, uh, especially as this uh, state of Utah continues to become more diverse, which I think makes us a better state uh, and a better place. Thanks for joining us today. Yes, thanks for your interest. All right, again, that's uh, Ross Romero, and th- this is just one of those crucial conversations that we've got to get better at, uh, and it's not about uh, just a quote, diversity training that everybody can roll their eyes at. It's not about that. It's about valuing the differences, recognizing the differences, valuing them, uh, and then applying them. Let it challenge your thinking. Uh, understand where someone else is coming from, why they believe the way they do, why they think that's a good solution in in your company or your team or your community. Uh, there's so much that we can learn from one another if we're willing to engage in the conversation, set our prejudice and bias aside, uh, and again, get to know people who look, think, believe, and live different than you. Uh, that's what makes this state truly extraordinary. We'll step aside for bottom of the hour news. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.